Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori, and today we're going to, to try to give you the perfect formula to achieve work-life balance. Just kidding. There's no secret <laughs> formula. <laughs> or oh. perfect formula. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. I was reading the script and I'm like, she wrote that we have the perfect formula. I don't know about this formula. (laughs) That is so funny. This is off the cuff at its best. Uh, What we are going to do is uh, share our thoughts and ideas and struggles that we face and uh, what we try to do when balancing it all. So, uh, yeah. Especially during the holiday season, right? Yeah. (laughs) That was really funny, Daniela. All right, here we go. Another episode of Thrifters Villa in three, two, one. Welcome to our introduction that this didn't go as planned but it's fine I know I'm like reading it for the first time and I said oh my gosh it says we're going to give you the perfect formula we did not discuss this (laughs) there is no secret formula (laughs) no well that's the that's the whole point of this right yeah yeah so Lori we are heading into a crazy week Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe not so crazy depending on where you live and what you're doing but I would say holidays in general are pretty hectic whether you're going to be doing it virtually or you're just going to be doing it in your household yeah I mean this year for us doing it virtually is adding like a whole new element of interest because Thanksgiving is not my holiday typically so Thanksgiving is traditionally for me a super easy holiday where I show up and eat and bring some wine and a few few little extras so Christmas is my holiday I host huge Christmas and Easter um so yeah, Thanksgiving is usually my day off. And I would say for the past 13 years, I've been an avid Black Friday shopper. And I was just going to ask you, are you guys going to do like a Zoom Black Friday thing this year? What are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm just not feeling it this year, which is yeah. so weird. I mean, when I say I was a diehard, I mean, in the past few years, it got pretty light and it was just more about socializing with my friends and We've been doing more and more online shopping as the years go by. We were at the mall today. We went to Wegmans because uh, Anthony wanted to go. We wanted to get some stuff for Thanksgiving. And there's a Wegmans in Natick that is attached to the mall. And it's a really nice one. So we went to the mall. I get some serum at Aveda once a year for Black Friday. And they sent a postcard out uh, and they offered a discount early on in the week. It was 25%. So 20, I've been buying the same serum for like three years and I buy like two or three on Black Friday and then it lasts yep. me until it's gone. Um, so we went into the mall and I have to say it was pretty busy and I was shocked. And I asked mm-hmm. one of the workers at Yankee Candle, I said, is this just going to be business as usual for Black Friday? Because that's kind of a scary thought. And it was yeah. busy, but there were like lines outside of every door. So what they're doing is they're only allowing 40% capacity in the stores. Mm -hmm. So literally the sign on the Yankee candle, like entrance was five people. And he said, well, sometimes, cause it's a really small space. And he said, well, sometimes we'll push it to like maybe eight people, but that's it. So I said, okay, so on black Friday, it's going to be crazy out here. Like, I don't think the stores, because usually like the the lines Mm -hmm. are crazy in there, but I think all the stores 
this is what I'm guessing, are all just going to be in the actual mall area, which to me is kind of miserable. So not only are you going to have to wait yeah. in line at the register, it's going to be a line to get into the store. So yeah, I'm just, I'm not doing it this year. So it's going to look very different. What about you guys? So um, it's, well, we're a small family to begin with. So um, we're all, we've all been very safe and my in-laws are retired, so they're not really going anywhere besides the store. Um, I'm really the one that goes in and out all the time. So um, other than that, I mean, we're going to go there for a little bit and then um, go to my parents' house for a little bit, just do our usual thing, but obviously very safe and very, you know, yeah. secure and have our masks with us if we need, if we feel like we need to wear them for whatever reason. But other than that, we don't do anything crazy, um, but no Black Friday shopping, nothing like that. My mom did go to the mall yesterday to return some things with my sister and she said it was crazy busy. Yeah, like shockingly crazy. busy, considering the state of our states, the state of our nation. Crazy. So let's talk about but, that for a second. But I'm a hypocrite because I was there, you know? Right. So let's talk about that for a second because people that don't live around this area don't know, but things are pretty bad where Lori and I are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're heading towards, we don't really know. Right now we're going to call it a pause. That's what my state's calling it. We're calling it a pause for two weeks. Um, and we're going to see how that pause goes, which I'm going to guess that's hysterical well. that they're calling it a pause yeah for two weeks <laughs> but the only things that are closing are gyms and bars like the restaurant can be open but the bar has to be closed yeah which actually i i think <sighs> that i mean as crazy as it sounds because there's germs can still spread i'm a firm believer that when people drink they get more careless oh yeah 100%. and so i think you know because i was talking to my son who's 21 and at the bars in state college and um, I'm like, I guess they started to close a little early, given the numbers. And right. he was, of course, a 21 year old up in arms that he couldn't stay till <laughs> last call or last call was early. But I said, you know, I just think people get sloppy, like as the yeah. night goes on. So people oh, can agree with responsibly. You. I don't know how, how 21 to 23 year olds on a college campus can drink responsibly, right. but that's there. But yeah, but I mean, at least that makes sense in gyms too, you know? Yeah, I just, I, I wish there was a bit more restrictions coming through, um, but I understand why they're not doing it right away. Our field hospitals are reopening here, um, so they're opening up in a week or two, so it just kind of gives you an idea of how high the numbers yeah. are, considering how small the state is. Massachusetts is way bigger than us <laughs> in Little Rhode yeah. Island, um, but it'll but be- densely populated, you know, we're both densely Extremely. populated extremely yeah. so it's one of those situations where uh Lori and i don't really know what the next two weeks are going to hold so we're just gonna lay low and figure it's it out like crazy i think that's yeah. what we've both been doing yes we've been a little psychotic <laughs> with everything um, but i feel like because we went through it the first time and we didn't know like what to expect and we were kind of unprepared and now we're like super prepared um if a lockdown were to happen you know, like we've got inventory. We're good. We're doing what we need to do. That's what, that's what you keep telling yourself, Daniela. No, and me too. This is just for lockdown. That's why I'm shopping. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just joking. Um, but, but yeah, I've, I've noticed that I've um, been sourcing uh, less frequently during the week, but really mm-hmm. kind of making a big day of it, spending a fair amount of money going to a few different, I feel like we've reversed roles. I feel like you used to 
do big days when you, but before mm-hmm. lockdown. So when you were working more in the office mm-hmm. all the time, you kind of had to budget your time. And then like on a weekend, you would right. say, now go I'm up not to the doing bins that. and then you'd hit savers a few times yeah. home and it would be a giant day on Saturday. And then, but you'd be like, I can't really go unless I can sneak it in on a lunch break right. once or twice during the week. Right Now I see you're out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of gotten into this, not that I'm not out. I still, you know, maybe twice a week, but I feel like before lockdown, I was more like four times a week and I would buy less, but I would be out more. And now I just feel like I'm structuring my days a little bit different. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to continue where I'm at. So, yeah, I'm not typically sourcing on the weekends anymore. There's just way too many people out mm-hmm. and I don't feel comfortable where if I can sneak it in in like the midday from like that 11 to 12.30 time frame, it's really good for me because there's not that many people. It's not too crowded. Um, they're stocking. So like I can get some better yeah. stuff that I probably wouldn't if I went after work type of thing. And even so. the mornings I'm finding are have been busy. It's funny you should say that because I went to mm. Boston Goodwill for the first time on Friday in a very long time. And um, I got there at 10 a.m. I think they opened early. And what I didn't realize was that they their half off color starts on Friday. Okay. So oh. there were I saw a lot of resellers in there. And um, it was really busy. But then at noon, I there's the door. Here she is. I hung out <laughs> for a while um, because Jay was working in his office and he wasn't going to oh. be ready till two. So I was like, not in a hurry, but I noticed it cleared out around noontime in between mm-hmm. noon and one thirty. That was when um, you can't touch their racks. Like you get yelled at in Boston, yeah, 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 which is very different than savers. Like I have conversations and go through the racks with them. Um, yeah. But so you literally have to just wait and follow them. And then when they put it, you know, and you try not to be, you know, I'm courteous, but it was a lot more of a waiting game there. But that's when I bought, that's when I got my best stuff was between 11 and one when the store wasn't as busy and when Mm -hmm. they were putting stuff out and there weren't four people going for it, you know? Right. I have to say the mornings are just crazy busy typically around here with, with other resellers that are out trying to get out there and, you know, find things. And then the after work rush with resellers who are part-timers like me and um, are going after work. So if I have that flexibility in my schedule and I can go at lunchtime, that's what I'm doing. Um, So yes, I am going more frequently because I'm going for such shorter periods of time, which is very different than what I was doing before. Minus the days that I go with Lori sourcing. That's an all day thing. Those are are commitments. (laughs) Yeah. That's an all day. Those are great days. Yes, they are. They're really fun. Um, And it's fun to just go to different places. But yeah, so it's like everything in our lives is just completely restructuring. So when it comes to like trying to balance that into a schedule, uh, I haven't really had a schedule lately. I feel like the last like three months, I haven't really had a schedule with it. It's kind of like whenever. And if it's super busy, I'm not going in and I've wasted my drive to even go to the store and I just head back home, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that part of like, balancing reselling and sourcing has been difficult so I try to make up the time in like sourcing online which I enjoy doing um Mm -hmm. I almost like make a game out of it so I you know if if I can't get to the thrift store or um I'm finding that I just wasted an hour of my time and I just I I shouldn't have gone in the first place I should have just stayed home then I'll try to do a little sourcing while I'm in bed or something start liking things creating bundles and go from there 
Um, that's kind of how I've been doing it because that's I feel like I have no structure with sourcing right now. None. Where before it was very regimented. Yeah, I, I feel like you're a lot more free flowing than you used to be. Mm, yeah, I think it's also a comfort thing. I'm more comfortable with sourcing and more comfortable with things that I know that I can pick up and that I can flip. Yeah. Um, I'm also more comfortable with holding on to some items. So it's like, okay, I may not sell this right away, but I'm okay with getting it this time around. Like it, it's just everything is kind of, I'm in a different pattern when it comes to resourcing. I'm still um, very strict with the things that I want to send to certain places or how much I want to pay on certain pieces, mm -hmm. but my whole process is definitely more free flowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, you also, you know, your craft where you're mm -hmm. knowing it better and better, right? What works for yeah. you. So you can kind of size a place up faster and yeah. use things accordingly. Um, I feel like I've definitely lost a lot of my structure. My Peloton has an inch of dust, at least I'm looking at it right now, the poor baby. Um, I feel like I've gone, and I don't know if our listeners have gone through this, but you kind of, you enter into, there was that phase of quarantine where everybody was like, I'm going to read a book and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to take this time to finally yeah. eat healthy. And it, it was kind of like new year's resolutions, um, for quarantine. And then it was like, well, you have no excuse because you're home and let's get mm -hmm. this done. And I feel like I held on to that for a little bit. Like Jay and I were pretty strict with keto and we ordered the Peloton and the kids went off to school. So we had this structure. Now they're home. Do you hear them? Hold on. <laughs> Hello, um, children. <laughs> they're all, all five. Um, so yeah, now I feel like the past three months, I just can't get out of my own way. I, I use this expression a lot and I really, truly believe it. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person in the room yeah. because I feel like busy people know how to budget their time. And I include myself with that. Like I've, I went through phases as a stay at home mom where, you know, I sold creative memories and then I worked at American girl. And then I was a substitute teacher, like at different points and for different lengths of time. But what I always found was every time I had open space, I would fill it because it was just kind of my nature to stay busy. And I got more done when I was busy. Like even when I was working, I would find time to work out because I knew I only had a short window. So right. I would have to do it or I would have to get up and shower and get ready for the day because I was walking out the door at 830 to go to American Girl and I wouldn't be home till three. But I got so much more done. And now I feel like the days are like Groundhog's Day and it's the same day and it looks very similar every day and they're flying by, but I'm getting a lot less done. And I feel like I'm just treading water right now. Do you think any of it has to do with you not doing certain tasks anymore because Lindsay's doing them. Cause not I have really a theory on this. Lindsay has been really inconsistent. Like when she's here, she's fantastic, but yeah. she just started her nannying job and no, she's actually not doing as much as I had hoped. Um, mm. So no, because I, I, I'm still doing 95% of my pictures. Like I'll get her the pat, like say this month, if we look at this month, for example, I've had mm -hmm. Lindsay two days yeah, for five hours. So, I mean, I list every day, so she's really, no, no. I mean, I think I'm listing a little bit more because she's just kind of giving me a boost on those days that she's here. She's helping me get a little yeah. ahead. I mean, life in general, not necessarily my business. Yeah. 
sales are up this month because I've been really making an effort to list, but like the kids came home yesterday, Anthony and Angie, and I listed one item yesterday and I had been listing on average between eight and 12 every day. So say 10 a day, all week long. And my sales Mm -hmm. have reflected that. Um, And I listed one or two items yesterday and my sales tanked yesterday. And today, you know, they're not much better. So it's like one day I miss of listing and I feel like it affects my closet. I don't know about yeah. you. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like if it's just one function that I don't do that I normally do every day or every week or, you know, whatever, um, you I, I see it and it's because I'm just on there so frequently. I think you become so engrossed in like what you're seeing all the time. Um, I do notice I don't get as many notifications overnight as I used to. I used to get a lot of notifications overnight and now I don't anymore. And I don't know why that is, but I don't. Uh, like when I wake up, I might have... 15 to 20 notifications. I don't have that many. Are you not sharing right before bed? Like I notice if I do like a full closet share at 10 o'clock at night, um, that usually, um, and then if the other thing is if I am awake, like if I do a closet share and just go to bed, I'll wake up with a lot of notifications. But if I'm up late, like um, until 1130 midnight, which is one of the things I want to talk about, um, yeah. then I won't have as many notifications cause I've kind of like filtered through them all before bed. That's a good, that's a good thing to say. Usually I'm still up. So I'm still looking at it. So my last closet share is usually around 10. Mm-hmm. Cause it goes from like 10 to 10 cause I have over 600 items. It's like 10 to 10 to 45 in that time frame, Right. And then, um, I'm usually looking at, I usually don't fall asleep till midnight. If I do fall asleep before that, it's usually on a Friday night because I'm exhausted from the whole week, but yeah. it's usually like midnight because my brain's going, I got things I need to do. I got to think about what I'm doing the next day, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't know, that might be, I never thought about that way. It could be because I'm checking until midnight and then we're yeah. East Coasters. So we're done at 10, right? Sharing and there's still people up past when exactly. we go to bed. So, you know. I have found that I... I really feel like it's become part, like partially an addiction for me at night. Um, not so much at night. Like I've been sleeping like between midnight and 6.30 AM and it's, it's just not enough. And I find that I'm having a hard time shutting everything down at night because I have my phone and like, let me just check YouTube one more time. And let me just check. Oh, he brought me a drink. Oh, Jay, what did you bring? Oh, it looks so good. I was taught. <laughs> I was talking to Daniela earlier where we're practicing our um, holiday drinks and this is called mistletoe something, but we made simple syrup that was infused with cranberries and rosemary mm, and add it so with good. rum and lime. It looks really good. It does. And awesome. it probably awesome. smells amazing. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Um, yeah. So, and then I wake up at six in the morning or 6.30, and the first thing I do is reach for my phone to check notifications. Yeah, same, it's so bad. Like that right there is where I need to have more balance and more like, I need time away. Like I need time away because it's It's, too much. Yep, and so I'm struggling with that right now. And now that um, my college kids are home, they have this week off, but then they have finals. Like they're here through finals. They don't go back to school. Oh my gosh, it is so good, babe. I love it, thank you. I like who's opening the door. Um, yeah, it's so good. Um, 
So now I need to figure out um, office space for Angelina because she traditionally always worked in this office. Like this was her. Oh, place. yeah, 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 yeah. Stacked everywhere. Um, and now it's my domain. So I need to go to bed earlier so I can wake up earlier and I can get things done like shipping before she's even awake because I can draw shipping out until 10 a.m. if I don't start it early enough. So I just. Right, because you do pickups, right? I do pickups and my mail carrier during the week gets here between 1130 and 12. All right. So, so you would have time. I have time. It's not like, I'm, but I mean, I, I have like my routine, like I have coffee and my, my thing is I need to be up and moving um, before Kelly and Ryan come on at 9am. <laughs> like I'm working <laughs> on I'm, I'm working on the couch. I could, you know, list, I could edit a video, um, but it's still not super productive. It's still in my pajamas with the dogs and the blankets and the laptop. And it's just not as productive as when I'm in my office. So one of the things I want to do is if I go to bed earlier um, and get more sleep and just feel refreshed in the morning, and I, I'm going to literally have to put my phone across the room or something, because it's just mm-hmm. how I unwind, but then it keeps you up like the blue light it's mm-hmm. a fact. It just keeps you up at night. Um, it does. So I don't know, uh, a couple weeks ago I was, um, and I only did it a few nights, but it really was nice as I would, I would work in my planner before bed. It was a little That's creative a good idea. Yeah. It kind of calmed me down. Um, it, it's, it's almost like reading a book. You know, I would, if I even, you know, tried to make things pretty or like set it up with like washi tape or did some pretty mm-hmm. titles or just like, sometimes I'll write things out on a post-it note and I won't even put it in my planner until I know it's really happening, but it was just nice. And I found that I was settled before bed because right. I had a plan, you know, where typically I wake up in the morning and I kind of think about what I'm going to do with my day. But when I planned it out at night, it almost put me at ease to sleep better. Yeah. And you have a little more structure waking up the next morning, you know, what your, what your plan is, right. You've got some yeah. stuff written down and put you in a different uh, headspace. Exactly. Right? So I think, I think I'm going to need to do that with the kids home because we're just going to be juggling for space. Yeah. One thing that I do that helps me unwind is I'm a big fan of like listening to spa or like meditation type music, like that almost like a lullaby kind of sound mm. to it, whether it's crashing waves or it's, literally what you hear in a spa just that very soothing music so I'll find different clips on YouTube or um, I have XM radio so I have the app on my phone and there's a spa channel so I'll turn that on and I just kind of lay in bed and my phone will be near me or my iPad will be near me but I have it turned the other way just so I can hear the music basically and it typically does help me fall asleep I just kind of go into like you know very calm state and I deep breathe and I just kind of like relax my body and I, I do that. Um, does it always work? It depends what's going on in my brain, <laughs> but right. for the most part, it does relax me. And when I'm in the car and if I feel super stressed and there's a lot going on, um, a lot of things I can't control, I actually have that spot channel favorited on my, um, in my car. So I just turn that on and I listen to that while I'm driving. I won't listen to a podcast. I won't listen to the radio. I just listen to that spa music to help me. So nice. Is it, it's an app? Spa. So, um, if, if you have XM Radio, it's called um, Spa. So I'll pull it up right now. And I'll let you know what channel it is. Um, because I have, um, I downloaded the Calm app. Oh, I love and... the Calm app. It was so Calm was free on XM Radio for like a few months, and then they got rid of it. It's Spa on channel sixty-eight. If you have XM Radio, 
Oh, okay. I, I don't, I used to with my car. But, but you can also just go on YouTube and type in like relaxation music and you'll find live streams of relaxation music. So there's no ads, no commercials, and it'll just play the music while I'm working. Um, I have, I always have like my phone or I have like a Bluetooth stereo near me and I play um, on YouTube. There's different channels that play live jazz music or like coffee house music kind of stuff where it's just instrumental. And I do a lot of that dual work and I need to focus. I'll listen to that kind of music. Yeah. Cause as much as I, I really love to watch YouTube videos while I work, um, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just, it's a distraction. Yeah. And we're talking about trying to get to bed, not work. So two different goals or just relaxing. Yeah, but no, but it works the same way though. It works the same way because when I work, I have to listen to like a calming music. It depends what I'm working on. So if I'm working on something I need to focus and I have that instrumental in the background and it's just keeping me on track. It, there's no distractions. It's just like a, a noise in the background. Oh, that's but really nice. I do like people talking in the background sometimes. That's just like, it just throws me off. Like I can't, I either need complete silence or I need something very soothing white noise in the background yeah Yeah. um apple music has a cocktail party holiday playlist and it's jazz inspired it's it's just what it sounds like it's just like jazzy yeah uh, christmas music and i've been really liking that because it's really easy to listen to it's not too Mm -hmm. hyped up it's very relaxing and that's been really nice so yeah, that's just something that I do to either relax or to help me focus. So it serves two purposes. So if I'm working, it's more of the jazz, upbeat music, um, but still soothing. And then if, to fall asleep, it's more of the meditation spa, waves crashing kind of noises that I'm going for. Yeah, hmm. yeah that's what I do. Doesn't always work, but you know, I try. Yeah, <laughs> that's all this is on this journey. I feel like we're always trying, like whether it's... yeah sourcing strategies or trying to relax or trying to eat well or trying to be more in touch with fitness and all that stuff. It's, I mean, for me, it's always a challenge and it's, I haven't perfected any of it. (laughs) I think work in general, when work becomes overwhelming and when work is just too much or you lose the structure within your working schedule or what you've been doing, it makes it so much harder to be as regimented and everything else in your life as well. So whether that be fitness, whether that be food, whether that be time you spend with your family, whatever it is, everything becomes disjointed and it's extremely difficult to get back into that routine. I mean, I speak from experience, you know, I can't, right. like it's difficult to get back into fitness and I was a personal trainer and I was competitive and all that stuff. It's very difficult to get back into it because when you're doing it, it becomes so regimented and you never, like you don't want to stop because you see the results, you see everything that happens then once you stop, you like waver, like you do it for a little bit and you stop and you don't do it for a little bit. And, you know, and then you fall into this place where it's just like, okay, it's fine. Like I'll eventually get back to it. It'll always be there. Um, and then you kind of get lazy about it. And then to motivate yourself once you get that lazy point to then want to do it, it's so much more difficult, even though, you know, you're going to feel amazing, even though, you know, the results that you're going to get and the strength you're going to feel from it. Right. It's yeah. just like a psychological thing. It's, it's awesome with eating correctly right? A lot of people struggle with eating good foods, healthy, you know, with it all. (laughs) I struggle with eating. I struggle with, uh, exercising consistently, but one thing I'm really good at is working. And maybe that's why I just, yeah, me too. Right. It's also an excuse for me sometimes like, well, I gotta get this done. I feel, yeah. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm making time to list. I'm making time for two videos a week. We make time for the podcast. I make time for shipping 
and sourcing. And I just don't make time for all of that. And it's really easy to let work just bleed into everything because we're home. Yeah. And I think that's also why this year it's been so difficult for a lot of people that are working from home to get back into routines because there is no routine. Right. You wake up, you roll out of bed. If you have a Zoom meeting, you throw on a shirt and maybe brush your hair, you know, and then you sit in front of the computer. Um, Even the Zoom calls. My husband, um, you know, he runs a large office and he's been really struggling to try to, mo- he feels bad. Like he doesn't want to keep having Zoom meetings, especially like with a lot of people. It was such a novel thing at first. It was like, oh, Zoom, yeah. Zoom. I mean, remember how excited everybody was doing lives on YouTube and mm-hmm. Zoom was like a new thing. And I was doing happy hours with my girlfriends on Friday nights and connecting yep. with college friends. And then everybody's just sick of it now. Like, you know, Jay feels bad. Um, you know, sometimes he'll take the client's lead now. If he's talking to a client, like if they turn their video camera on, he'll turn his on, but he doesn't want them to feel like they have to because he feels like, people have like tapped out of it. Like they're sick of it. So, and Jay's like, has all this nervous energy. He is a pacer. So typically he has his headset on and he just like walks and he does laundry. His office is in our bedroom, but now he has to sit and um, it's changed his dynamic completely. I mean, he is a kid, a kid, he's a guy who would walk on his lunch break for like an hour and a half in Boston. Love it. And now it's just all sitting. So yeah, we've all, I mean, you're, we're really going off on a tangent here, but um, it's all right though. It's all part of the work-life balance here. It is. It is. So how do we, now that we've talked about how out of balance things are, you've offered yeah. some ideas for structure at night and we've both recognized that we both need to find some balance with work and being able to shut things down. Um, I, I wonder if people in our audience feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like Jay is a, goes to bed really early and when he falls asleep, sometimes it's almost like like when I come to life, like, okay, he's asleep and I'm just going to sit here and bang out five listings or share oh, my the same way. Edit this I'm the same way. And before I know it, that's fine. If he falls asleep at nine and I do that from nine to 10, but it goes from nine to 10, 10 to 11. And then 1130, I'm like forcing myself to close my computer and go upstairs. And that's when it becomes a problem. Cause then I can't settle in because I'm worked up because I've been working mm-hmm. for two or three hours. That so. was me two nights ago. It was 1230. And I was like, I need to stop. What am I doing? It is 1230. Go to bed. So here's my question, Daniela, in the morning on the flip mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. do you wake up bright eyed and bushy tailed at 6am and ready to go? Um, because um, I'm wake up, but I don't feel great. Like I wake up at six 30 cause I'm on autopilot. And then I think of the things I have to ship. I wonder if that sweater I sold has a stain on it. I'm like freaking yeah. out that, you know, like all that starts going and then I'm up and, but then I'm downstairs having coffee at six 30 and I'm like, I, I needed another two hours of sleep every yeah. day. <laughs> I just think it's because I know that I have to get to work at a certain time that it forces me. Mm-hmm to be like ready to go, even though mentally I'm probably not ready to go 90% of the time. My body's ready to go. I have to be ready to go. This is why I do shipping at night when I get home from work. Um, Or like, so I'm not doing shipping tonight. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I just don't have the mental capacity to do it tonight. I was working on other stuff. Um, And I just did closet clear out and I have a ton of things that are coming in. So like, I just have no motivation to pull all that stuff right now, which is fine. But I typically do my shipping at night so that when I do wake up in the morning, I don't have those thoughts. It's mm-hmm. just, I know it's done. It may have taken me That's two hours to do. Good. I rarely yeah. ship at night, but when I do those nights, I sleep well. Maybe that's a strategy. 
Yeah, I mean, too much shipping at night. Maybe you do it a couple. Like maybe a don't worry about shipping every day. Maybe you worry about. Maybe you ship three or four times a week, and that way it gives you a little leeway. You know, and then as you're seeing things, as you're downstairs working and you see different items, pull them. That's what I do. If I'm photographing things and I'm putting them away and I notice that four things in that tote or things that sold, I just pull them automatically and then I put them off to the side. I'll do that when I'm downstairs. I will. You know, what has been really stressing me out lately and been kind of a time suck is direct sales. Um, yeah, I can see that. It's I, a, when it's I did those last thing in the boxes. Huh? Yes. When I did those not so mystery reseller boxes, it was the most stressful time I've ever had. So stressful. Direct sales are extremely stressful. Great because there's no fees associated with it, but extremely stressful. I mean, it's not even the, because sometimes I feel more awkward when there's no fees because I'm wondering yeah. if people express interest, like how much less are people expect, expecting? I want yeah. to be fair. No, you know, because these are also people who are following me on Instagram or following right. me on YouTube which is like, I'm so grateful for that. So I want to give a fair price. But then sometimes if there's a particular item that a lot of people are asking about, I'm like, maybe I should put this out there because if there's this much interest, like maybe I will get a decent amount of money for this. Like, so I'm not always like, Ooh, awesome. Like I'm going to save money on fees. Sometimes I'd rather just price it on Poshmark and make it an even playing field for everybody and then let the offers come in. Like if people want to mm-hmm. send a lower offer or whatever, because I'm pretty lenient with offers, but yeah. So that has been kind of stressful for me because it's a matter of keeping track of stuff too. And where yeah. the information comes in. If somebody DMs you about something, I am so sorry. My dogs are obnoxious. It's um, okay. The puppies can come in and out when they please. In and out in creaky door all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's been taking some time. And like, I always have a separate note, you know, because on Poshmark, on the rare occasion that you forget to pull something, they send you a reminder, like, don't forget. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I shipped X amount of things this week. I thought I was totally up and I totally forgot about that one little item, but they send you a reminder and I don't get that with direct sales. Yeah. Also don't get one with eBay. Cause I've done uh, that too. Oh. I've completely forgotten about an eBay sale. And then like four days go by and I'm like, oh, wait, I made mm. a sale on eBay. Right, because I don't think, I, even, mean? I speak for myself, I am not as in tune with eBay as I am with Poshmark. Like we're constantly looking on Poshmark, um, yeah. but not so much with eBay. So, I mean, I am, but it's it's just different. It's just different. I it's like social click app. on the app every day a couple of times just to see if I need to send an offer or something. And that's really it. You know, that's my level of um, my eBay habits leave a lot to be desired, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's also something else that when you are thinking about scheduling, maybe putting in extra time to cross list other platforms. I mean, you're paying for a cross listing application, Mm -hmm. utilizing it, and then maybe not being so stressed out with just one platform, maybe not performing well for a few days. Because I had that happen to me last week where Poshmark was, was pretty dead for me, to be honest. I had very, very minimal sales. It was very slow. And I actually had six eBay sales all in one day, which completely made up for my slow Poshmark sales. So, yes, the pain to have to cross those to other platforms. It's a pain. It is. It's another step. It's another thing I have to do. I have to remember if it sells on one platform to delete it off of another. Did I send that into the real, real? I don't know. Let me check. You know, like all these different things. But on those slow days or weeks, you may have a one platform, another one might come through. 
and help you out. So. No, you're right. You're right. And I feel like direct sales do that for me. I feel like my direct sales are stronger than eBay sales. So, and that is hinged to hauls and YouTube for me. So that has to keep moving forward. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But that's work that I really enjoy. I really do enjoy YouTube. So like that just seems to, I'm into a, I'm in a rhythm with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm I, looking I think at, at the end of the day, Lori, it's when it comes to reselling, it's the planning factor that I think everyone struggles with. Just well, because planning we're, all, in general. we're all small business owners, so we Correct. do everything. And yes, it is really difficult to plan when you're going to work on your marketing and when you're going to work on shipping and sales and YouTube and editing and Instagram and answering comments and steaming, measuring, like all the, all the nitty gritty stuff, cleaning shoes, whatever, like all that stuff. Like it's a lot to budget. It's a lot to budget. It is. And it becomes overwhelming. And then you start to outsource and then you start to second guess yourself. And do I really need to outsource? Is this really necessary? I could just do it myself these are the questions you start to have. And then you fall into that same trap of like, all right, so I'm going to stop outsourcing some of this stuff. And now I'm going to start doing it myself again. And I'm right back where I started. So yes, I'm saving money, but now I have no structure again. But I also, I've noticed, and I will say this, if I have a lister, I have so much more time at night to myself, that I don't know what to do with myself. And I'm like trying to Go to, to bed. Find- That's what we're talking about. Go to bed. I know. <laughs> right? Go to That's- bed. So here's the thing with a lister, I guess that you bring up a good point is, are you just going to fill those hours with other things now that somebody That's exactly is- what I've been doing? Uh, yeah, this, I can this see This is that. my problem. This is my problem. So now I need to, so I'm rethinking it, right? And in my, in my planner, those times, so from like five to six or six thirty, I have blocked out for shipping. So whether I end up using all that time or I don't, it's blocked out to shipping. Sometimes it goes a little over. Um, and then I had dedicated the rest of the night to watching like a show with Matt or something. Like we have different shows we like to watch together. So I make sure I try to do that. I make sure I eat in that time frame because I I'm the kind of person. Uh, well, yeah, I don't forget, but I need to make sure I eat the right things. <laughs> I'm not just mm-hmm. munching on things all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I need to actually eat a meal, <laughs> like mm-hmm. eat real meal. And then if you want to have a snack, you can have a snack, but eat a real meal. Okay. Um, I need to make sure I'm hydrating enough because when I get really busy, I forget to hydrate. Mm-hmm. I will eat, but I'll forget to hydrate. Um, and then like that rest of the time that like nine to 10 or 11, where I don't have anything to do, I should just go to bed mm-hmm. or I could do like some yoga or something before bed, do some That's stretching nice. and then go to bed. That's like, I need to fill in those like three hours. Yeah. Where For I should sure, probably when I write things down, I do so much better, so much better, mm. um, one of the things this this has been an interesting thing too when you're talking about watching TV. I always have the laptop on my lap when we are watching a show. 
And it's kind of a joke with Jay. He's like, are you watching this? Or are you just Oh my working? God, are we the same person? I do the same thing. <laughs> I and just I get say, every time. well, let's not watch anything too heavy, right? Because I need to be able to look down and up. And he's like, you're really not watching. So this happens 10 out of 10 times. On the nights I actually put my computer down and like lay down next to him or actually just focus on the show, I fall asleep, Daniela. Because the second I turn, because I'm actually relaxing. And I think my, and that's another reason, like, I think my body is just like dying to fall asleep. But when I'm sitting up and looking at the screen, like the adrenaline is just going. And I think Mm -hmm. whatever messages I'm getting, or I'm responding to people and my phone is pinging. But as soon as I shut it down to actually watch a movie and engage with my family, I pass out because I just think I'm actually relaxed. And so then I fall asleep and Jay's like, what the hell? I thought we were going to watch a movie. So you I, can watch the movie. A problem for me. So, and obviously my body is tired. Yeah. I think all of our bodies are tired. We're just terrible at listening to what our bodies say, which yeah. is another part of the problem. So yeah, clearly everyone can tell that we both don't have any balance whatsoever. We have no structure. Which goes back to no the balance. <laughs> We've got nothing. No, <laughs> all right. Really so, no, we're actually pretty good. I mean, like in, in the grand scheme of things, we all have problems, right? Things we, areas we need to work on, things yes. that we struggle with. These are the things that Lori and I struggle with. But one big thing that Lori and I are big advocates of is using a planner. So, you know, Lori is a big advocate of the passion planner and I do have it and I do love it. And I am going to buy it daily. I, I am going to do that this week, Lori. Um, so I can have one for like my personal life. But Lori, why don't you do a little spiel on Passion Planner for those people who don't know and why it helps us as resellers? Oh, okay. So um, I've been using the Passion Planner for, I think, four years. And what I love about it is that it's it's simple enough for people who aren't into like cutesy planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you can, it can, it's very good as just a practical planner, But if you are somebody who likes a more decorative approach, you have that option. Um, I like that it's open-ended and structured. I don't need every second, every minute of my day planned or like somebody thinking I need to fill in a box for everything. But I do like that there's some openness to this. I also love, like I just ordered one for Angelina. You can customize Mm -hmm. your planner. So you can get an undated planner which um, I want to talk a little bit about that. I've loved it this year because everything's been so unpredictable, but I'm also finding um, I'm missing the dates in my calendar because, because I'm craving the structure. So I'm actually thinking about getting a dated annual calendar. I always start my year in September with my kids. I'm on like an academic calendar. So I'm usually getting excited to plan in August Um, and then I just get geared up for the fall because that's when my structure begins, but there has been no structure this year. So I think I'm going to get a dated one, um, because I'm part of the ambassador program too. And I I have some credits, so I'm going to get a dated one for the year, but as you mentioned the date, so you can customize it. So Angelina knew she wanted a dated calendar and, um, you can choose a Monday start or a Sunday start, which I really like because. I mean, I think most people start with Monday. Most people, I yeah, talk to I always start on Monday. I never. I, start I mean, on I can't Sunday. imagine having a Sunday start, but it gives you that option. And then, you know, it's an American thing. In Europe, they start their days on Monday. On Sunday, their weeks. Yeah, no, they start on. Do they start on Sunday? They start on. on I think they start on Mondays. Maybe a week start Mondays there. 
Oh, but like ours technically start on a Sunday. Yes, ours technically yeah. start on a Sunday here in right. America, but in Europe, they all start on the Monday. Yeah. So the my calendar brain, wise. Yeah. My brain definitely thinks Monday and then there you can get a small, medium or large. I also think next year I want to get a medium. I've always done the larger book, but since I love my daily planner, which I use yeah. more as like a really focused to-do list. That is also undated. That's a beautiful thing that's undated. It has the capacity. I think it's got 94 days worth, mm. um, but I'm definitely getting more longevity out of it because I'm not using it every single day, but on the days that I'm home and I really need to hustle or the days that I'm just busy, if I have a lot of appointments or places to go or appoint, whatever is going on, I love, love, love my daily. But I think now my bigger one, I'm not using as much because- I don't need all that space because on really busy mm -hmm. days, I find that I'm migrating to my daily planner. That's interesting. So whatever planner you choose, uh, Passion Planner is actually having an awesome promotion this week. This I'm is what I'm right now. About. Yeah, um, I think it's buy three get one free on the daily planners, and they're hmm. on sale. I think they're like twenty one or twenty six, twenty one dollars a piece. They're they're it's a really good sale going on. So they have a new digital planner too. Did you Which see is this? very cool. Yes, I yeah. have a digital planner, but I'm a paper person. But the digital planner is- So am I, but I think I might do it. <laughs> well, because they can- my iPad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the digital planning is awesome. I, I love that they have that option. Another thing that I love about the Passion Planner is they have a, all of their pages are free downloads. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great because, you know, maybe you're not sure if you want a medium or a large, you can order, you can download the medium page and practice on it a few days, or they have habit trackers that you can download and print and then cut out and put in your planner. Like you were saying about hydration, they have yep. a water thing and it's just like a little strip of paper and you do one sheet and you can put it in like five yeah. weeks in a row. And then you just color in like, it's a little water drip. That's an um, idea. Yeah. So I just find when I write things down, I like to check things off or I literally write shower in, in my planner because I feel like that. when I shower and because usually that means I'm filming a video. So I actually have to like plan it in my day, like shower, put some makeup on, get ready. I laugh at myself at what my neighbors must think of me because I go to my mailbox and I look so ratchet when I am like going outside, if I don't have a mail pickup coming and I just walk to the mailbox in my plaid flannel pajamas, they must don't, they must not think I ever bathe. And it, it will be like almost 11 o'clock and I'm still walking outside. I'm like, just take a shower woman. But this gets back to like the lack of structure, right? Like I, I yeah. would be better off if I showered first thing. So yeah, writing things down absolutely helps me. And, um, yeah, I, I, we, I think I have a code that we can put in the show notes for people if mm -hmm. anybody's interested in checking out the Passion Planner. It's, it's just a good time. It's November. I think this is when people are thinking about it. Yeah. I think everybody is ready to turn the page on 2020 and look mm -hmm. ahead and, you know, start thinking about planning again and structure again. Um, yeah. One of my I goals, agree. I just want to say it out loud. So I have, I wrote Ooh, some stuff tell down. Me for my planner. Lights out by 11 p.m. And by lights out, okay. I mean phone off. Lights are out, yeah. but the phone is usually shining in my face. If I wake up at 6 a.m. and I just have journal, plan, ride, 
from 6 a.m. to 6.30. This is really going to be tough. I don't care if I just sit on my Peloton and don't even and turn do your it planner. on. Move my feet. <laughs> move your feet and you can do your planner at the same time. There you go. Like, honestly, like I'm really setting the bar super low. But if I can do that for just 30 minutes while my coffee brews and then coffee couch and chill until 8 a.m., then I'll give myself an hour and a half to do the mm-hmm. stuff that I do all the time. And then, so typically I'm off, I'm up and moving by 9 a.m., but I want to move that back an hour and be up and doing my shipping. So shipping is done by 9 a.m. So that way, if Angelina wakes up and needs the office, I'm kind of done. Like I've done the Peloton, I've done some planning and I've done my shipping in my office and then block out like my main three things that I do in like the meat of the day, like say from 10 to three is I'm either sourcing, I am Mm -hmm. photographing and listing or doing drafts. Mm -hmm or I am doing a video for YouTube. So those are like right. my like work things that really need to get done um, that require a chunk of time. So yeah. if I can fit those in and, you know, get, get all the little things done, like the comments on Instagram and things like that done before 9am. And then I can kind of schedule that meet of my day whatever the day is. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, if I get all that done by 3 PM, I can do whatever I want for the rest of the day. (laughs) That's a good plan to have. It's almost like having a, like going to work, right? You got to be there at a certain time and you end at a certain time. And then once you end, you're done for the most part, right? Depending on your job, most jobs you're done once that time hits. It's kind of the same thing, creating that kind of schedule for yourself as a reseller, even though you're own, you're, you are your own boss, but you create your own schedule as well. So if you want 3 p.m. to be your cutoff time, then you need to be done at 3 p.m. I mean, that would, I would still be listing on the couch, but like the photographs would all be done or mm-hmm. like- well, The meat of the work would be done. Yeah. I mean, 3 p.m. might be a little early, even, even 5 p.m. Really, my problem is not the middle of the day. My problem is staying up too late and then not really- mm-hmm motivating super early in the morning to get going. So I think the way to remedy that is um, what I just said. Yeah, I agree. And then I think if there, for me personally, I have to specify days for shipping. I can't always ship every day because I just don't have the energy or the time to want to focus on it. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I definitely ship no matter what. If I only have a few sales on a Tuesday or Thursday, then I'll package them up and I'll ship them. And I definitely always ship out on Saturday for any Friday sales that come in um, afterwards. But um, if I can't get Tuesday and Thursday in, I don't care. Like okay. it's just, it okay. is what it is. Well, that kind of just yeah. takes that pressure that takes it off your plate. Mm-hmm. And I just, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, those are my designated days. I like that. Yeah. And it, it helps me. I don't feel so stressed out about shipping and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. So, cause for me as a full-time outside of the house person, shipping is, extremely cumbersome and it takes up a lot of time and um when i'm home i want to pick up program where you live i know you can't do it there's no way i'd be able to do it um i mean sometimes the the poster worker gets here at like eight and if i'm still here i probably could just like drop them off to her when she's at the Mm -hmm. yeah um but i'd have to talk to her about it she's not always here at eight o'clock and i can't guarantee it's going to be her every time so it makes it a little difficult. It's definitely become a big part of my days that I don't think I necessarily really planned that into my day for a long time. And mm-hmm. now it's definitely something I need to 
make sure I get it in, like have a structured time for it, which I do. I just think it gets a little bit later in the day. And sometimes when I leave it and it's like 1130, like I said, walking out, you know, either putting it on my porch or walking down to my mailbox to like hang a bag off the flag because I forgot to do a pickup. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, it's 1130. Like this could have been done last night or this could have been done early this morning, showered, and I could have been that much farther ahead of my day. So yeah. yeah. And now with I the kids home too, Lori. What, hun? I was saying now with the kids home too, it's going to change some of that structure that you might've had before, but right. now you kind of have to recreate in a different way. Yeah. And the other thing that I'm kind of letting myself just let go of is, you know, I'm always trying to increase my sales. I'm always trying to get bigger. I'm always wanting more followers on YouTube. It's just like the nature of what I do. It's like, I'm always focused on growth. And right now I'm just like, like I said today, the kids came home yesterday. I was thrilled to have them home. We sat on the couch, we snuggled, we like made a big dinner. I didn't care that I didn't list yesterday. And I, I think I feel very fortunate that I don't have to like stress out about that. You know what I mean? My money is not like the main income in this house, but it, it's not necessarily about the money. It's just about personal growth and what I want. It's, it's not even that I want the money because I want to buy X, Y, and Z, or I need to pay this off. It's just, it's just my own, um, Mm -hmm my own drive, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I want to give my permission, give myself permission this month to just breathe a little bit. And if my sales dip in December, like there's so much hype over quarter four, and I've put up, put a lot of pressure on myself about listing. And, you know, I, I think I just want to take a breather, like, instead of just saying, I'm going to take a month off from social media and not do YouTube videos and not do this. I think I just want to coast a little bit this month. Um, mm-hmm okay with that and the only person who has to be okay with that is me so I'm it's yourself right yeah yeah that's exactly even with YouTube I mean I'm glad that you don't have a schedule anymore it was Mm -hmm. stressing you out and I'm still doing two videos a week but like maybe it's on a Sunday but maybe it's on a Monday maybe it's a Tuesday and a Friday now and nobody cares and and it has like lifted such a weight off of me yeah such a weight it's been the best thing I've done yeah, I hope people I think aren't so disappointed too. by it. I, I don't think. Anybody, I don't think so. No, I've had no, like, like one person said, I posted something on Wednesday, like, oh, just, just went live, like on my Instagram stories and someone swiped up and wrote, well, it is Wednesday. Of course you just went live. And I'm like, well, some people are still counting on it, but um, yeah, no, everybody understands. Everybody's got yeah. their own going on. Yeah. It's, and we live in a world where if, they, if your video didn't upload on Wednesday, someone else's did, and they'll come to yours whenever you upload it. Exactly. So exactly. it doesn't one matter. Of the, one of the things I'm toying with right now is do I do like, I don't want to do Vlogmas, but I, I was thinking of doing um, happy holidays, like haul a day. Get oh. it? I really want <laughs> to do it. But um, I just can't do it uh, every day. So I was thinking about just picking a week in yeah. December. And just doing happy holidays. And then, you know, I have really long hauls. So I feel like it would be really easy for me to split it up and just not combine three trips and just do maybe seven, one week. That's my goal. Um, I like that. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think it'll be good. I do want to go back to Passion Planner really quick before we veer off in a different direction. For anyone who wants to buy it online, um, 
they do have the sale going on, but they also accept Afterpay. So for people who don't know what Afterpay is, you can pay in installments. So Afterpay doesn't pull your credit or anything like that, but you set it up and it's for interest-free installments. Um, so for example, for the daily undated planner, I'm just looking at the elite black one. It's a little cheaper. It's $17.50. It'd be $4.38 in four installment payments. So and you don't pay out there. Yeah, there's no fees. No. So Afterpay, a bunch of companies are on Afterpay now. Rothy's, Everlane, a bunch of them are on Afterpay. And it's almost like a layaway, but you get the product. They send it to you. You just have to make sure the money's in your account when they withdraw it on that. It's every two weeks they oh, withdraw a payment. Yeah. So, so $17 for the daily right now? $17.50 for the black daily. Yeah. And, and you then buy if you, three, get one free. Mm-hmm. Yes. Three. And then the other ones are 21. The other colors are 21, but the, the black is 1750. But they're normally 26. Correct? Yes. Uh, well, the gold one, the champagne is 30. Normally. Wow. For the daily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. and they have pens and everything's on sale right now. I've honestly never seen a sale this good on their site. Really good. It's, it's a really, really good sale. Really good. Now and there's I think other planners I, that I people think can code use. is for 10%. And I don't know if that would be yeah, I think so. on top of all those sales. I would I assume know. so. I would I don't assume know. so because otherwise that would kind of defeat the purpose of having a code. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do love passion planner so much as everybody knows. And um, I do feel the planner guilt if I'm not like on top of it, um, which yeah. is why the undated has been really nice because it gives you that freedom. And it's why I think I'm um, leaning into my daily more and more and more. Mm. Yeah, and you can use this with any planner, right? Like you don't have to get the passion planner. We just both like the passion planner. Um, I find that everyone gets started on dated planners and gets super excited. And like you're right, like January 1st, you've got everything written out and you're so excited. And then it's like February, March, mm. and it just slowly starts to dwindle. That's why I like the undated. It's so like if I miss a few weeks because there's really nothing that either I was unmotivated to write it down or there wasn't really anything for me to write down to have to stay structured on, it's okay. And the planner actually lasts me longer and I'm okay with that. Exactly. You actually get a lot more bang for your buck when it's undated. Um, what I'm finding I miss for me is um, I like a I like to look at a month at a glance for content planning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just yep, kind of same. see like, there, especially right now, I have a couple of videos I have to do, and then I have some that I want to do, and then I have my typical what solds and hauls. And so I have a lot of content that I want to get in, and I'm just like, January 1st is going to be here before I know it. Then I mm -hmm. like to just look at a calendar, but that's where I use um, my Google calendar because I can move things around now that I'm not on a Wednesday, Sunday schedule and say, I want to do this video on this day and something comes up, I can go into Google calendar and literally like click it and drag it to a different day and still keep it. And I color code it, like which one is a sponsored video and which one needs approval. And like, right. and I kind of have like different color codes on my Google and that is really nice. And then once I get it set in stone, then I will put it in my planner for just like to, to record it. But another I thing think I the moral of the story is even though you write it once, you need to write it again. And that's like something they teach you in school, right? If you want to remember something to write it over and over and over again, same thing with this, with any structure or any planning you want to do for yourself. You need to write it in multiple places. You need to have, it needs to be in your face and multiple, whether it's on your phone, on your iPad, on the, something that's handwritten, however you want to do it. it needs to be that definitely places. works for me. I don't, I don't, mm -hmm. it's, 
just always been my way. And I grew up with a mom who had post-it notes on her bathroom mirror. So like she would literally be like putting on her mascara and it would say like dentist at 10 a.m. on Tuesday. And it, she would keep it on the mirror at home. And when it was done, and my mom never used a planner in her life. Like it was always a post-it note on the mirror. <laughs> Whatever works. Whatever works. But yes. Um, yeah. And I also think just in general for 2020, I think it's a little bit of letting go. It's a lot of looking forward. Um, I'm very excited to turn the page and, and I miss the structure. I, I miss exercising. I miss all the stuff that I've kind of let go. I haven't been mm. feeling great because all that has been not a part of my life these days. And I realized that in order to just, you know, maintain the balance and happiness with other parts of my life that are great and going well. Um, I need to keep those balls in the air a little bit better than I have been. Do you think the holidays will affect you the same way it has in the past when it comes to having structure and being a reseller and having your own business? Or do you think this year is just such a weird year for everyone that it's not really going to matter? Yes, the holidays are there, but it doesn't necessarily affect you the same way. No, we, we haven't really talked so much about the holidays as we had just general Because structure. we're just, we, we've got issues. Yeah, <laughs> we clearly apparently. have issues. Big therapy <laughs> session. Um, yeah. I think the hardest part of the holidays this year for me is going to be not being able to see my my parents. Like I feel for, my mom was crying on the phone the other day. She's so sad. She decided not, I, I, I haven't shared this with anybody publicly, but Angie had COVID. I haven't shared it on YouTube, you knew, but um, Angelina did have COVID and um, she was cleared just this past Monday. So tomorrow will be a week. So she was quarantined up until last Monday. She had a fever. She got really sick. So my point is my son, Anthony goes to college with my daughter and he has been tested 15 times negative all he just got tested right before he came home he had the antibody test he does not have the antibodies like i call him superman i don't know how four out of his five roommates have had covid and he hasn't gotten it he hasn't so because he hasn't had it and because he was exposed to angelina my mom and yeah. dad really nervous understandably so my biggest stress for the holidays is making sure my mom is happy and my dad because the holidays in my family it's my grand jay's mom and my mom they're like Mrs. Claus, all wrapped up, both of yeah. them live for the holidays. And I think this is really hard for both of them not to see us. Like I still get my kids. My kids came home. It's kind of nice yeah. for us to be low key. The expectations are lower. I feel like the stress is actually a little bit lower for us because we're just home. I don't have to worry if my house is clean. I don't have to worry about all the stuff, like an outfit, ironing Rocco's shirt that he doesn't want to wear, like all that <laughs> stuff has actually become a lot less stressful. I think it's um, the disconnect from family that I'm finding to be the most stressful. And I'm okay with Thanksgiving because I'm much more of a Christmas girl, but I, Me too. I don't see it being any different for Christmas. And I think then I'm going to be pretty sad. We have some deeply ingrained traditions that aren't happening this year that I think are going to be very sad for everybody. Yeah. And just as an Italian in general, there's oh. so many traditions around <laughs> Christmas um, and New Year's that um, I'm sure other cultures have as well. But Lori and I obviously share this and um, it's going to be a different Christmas all yeah. around. So it's going to be sad because Christmas is very big in Italian families. Very, very big. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's, I don't even know what Christmas is going to look like because we don't know what the next two weeks are going to even have after Thanksgiving. Like we'll, we'll see what happens after Thanksgiving and how everything shapes 
I don't know. I don't know. None of us know. So we could be, could, we could be having a very different conversation the week before <laughs> Christmas. Right, I know. Just stuff. based with, with with all the travel and the kids coming home from college and just like everything going on. I mean that that's just a whole COVID conversation that that we can't even go down that path right now. Absolutely not. So we no, need to remain optimistic and yep. see what happens over the course of the next few weeks. Embrace for everything, and um, I don't know. Write things down. I, I right. Actually, have a plan and follow through with it. I don't know. Crazy concept shut your phone off and don't look at Tosh Monk 24 seven. Yeah. I, I guess that's, that's my takeaway from this conversation. Um, also one last thing before we go, thank you to everyone who has signed up to um, contribute to our podcast every month. That's very kind of you. Lori and I are always very excited when I get those emails into Lori. I'm like, Oh my God, someone else did it. It's so that's great. Crazy. You know, I know. It's so, so nice. So thank you. And just so you guys know that, money for like like we don't get paid to do this unless we get a sponsorship or anything so that's that's money that goes towards the podcast whether we decide to buy equipment with it or whatever we decide to do maybe on a big sourcing trip we don't know so whatever we make from all that stuff goes right back into content to give to you guys um and uh yeah we're hitting almost a year Lori I know what are we gonna do on our I was actually thinking about this so I want to open up to everyone else if you have suggestions what you want to do for a one-year episode, but I was thinking this is going to take like work, but I was thinking we like recap on like our favorite episodes and different things we talked about, maybe take little snippets and we can play them during the podcast episode of like different things that we've learned and experienced, right? Or maybe we sit and we listen to our first episode. (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but there's so many options, but yeah, it's almost a year. So if you guys have anything that you want us to recap on for the one year episode, let us know. Yeah. And I'm curious um, for people to just let us know generally, if you have enjoyed the direction we've gone in, which is kind of in circles sometimes. (laughs) People like it because our our listenership is higher than it's ever been since we started doing this. People really like it, which is so funny because this is just me and Lori all the time. Like we just go in a million different directions. I I think what I I do, I can see why people can connect. I can also see where they can be like, Lori, stop talking. You're repeating yourself and then like turn, turn the dial off. Um, But in general, you know, I feel like as a reseller, what we love to talk about is reselling. Like, Mm -hmm. And whether it's spilling the tea or Mm -hmm. if it's venting or we're excited about a sale or we found a new brand, like there is just always something to talk about always. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I keep thinking we're going to run out of topics, but every week it's something that something else we can touch on. And, and honestly, sometimes, you know, Daniela will message me on like a Thursday and be like, what are we talking about on Sunday? And or she'll give me, usually it's you giving me an idea or whatever, but it, we, we just haven't run out of information yet. So, or topics. I don't think we'll ever run out of anything. We could probably come on and just talk about, I don't even know what, and people would still listen. You just think? Just us talking. Yeah, I think so. We'll just <laughs> the wine one night and just, hmm. just talk and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, in that light, like definitely let us know if there is something, if there's a big gap if there's something we just haven't talked about or addressed um i I know people want an episode on the real real people keep saying it it will happen we've got to coordinate 
we'll have Jack come back on. People really want that. So that's Jack, good. And we've both been, I mean, I, I yeah. think people want to talk about the real real now because every everybody's mad uh, at because it's right up. I know. And we haven't really talked too much about that either. So I feel like it's uh, well covered. It, it's yeah, covered. and it's not something that Lori and I really focused on. So I'm exactly I that was always like a back burner thing for me that I was mm-hmm. super excited about, but I was never that invested that I got that hyped like angry yeah it didn't really affect me too much it was never my primary source of income um I was hoping it could be like another stream for me it just didn't turn out and in um I feel and I honestly I mean I will say one thing I don't yes the 80 percent is it stinks that people can't mark it up at 80 percent but I mean I'm sorry if I get a Talbot's blazer at the bins that I pay a buck 54 let's even call it two dollars Right. And they price it at 120 retail and I can still market for 60 bucks. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I'm in the same boat. And then I think, this, you know, that's just, it all depends on how much you're paying and what the cost of goods is. And, and people get yes. greedy. I get it. it. I get it. It all yeah. matters. Um, and that's why there's no one answer. And that's why everybody's experience is different. And that's why we can talk around that, but everybody's experience is going to be different. Yeah. But I'm still sending them some stuff. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, my ex I've adjusted my expectations. Yeah. And I think that's all you can do in any platform. And when we talk about the real real, there's some ups and downs with that too. Because I know people are, you know, gung-ho about I want to start with the real real. And I think they need to realize yes, they are great with the customer service, but they their pricing isn't that great either with certain things. So uh And and, and honestly, if you want the most control of your stuff, I mean, none of us have our, I mean, I have my own website, but let me tell you, it is the most work of any of this stuff is maintaining a website, which is why I don't do a ton over there. I love that I have it and that it's a landing place for people and that I have the option to, to, to do stuff over there. Um, But there's a lot of security that comes with Poshmark and eBay. Um, So that's, that's why we keep on truck plugging along here. Yeah. Yes. All right. So now it's been like an hour and a half guys. So, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, it's o'clock. all right. Thank Hi, you guys so much for tuning in as always sticking it through with our, um, banter oh, and back and forth. Our, our antics. Yeah. And today was, today was more of a therapy session than usual. It really so was. Thanks. But you know what? I think it was needed because we were both in a place where it's like, wh- like, what do we even do with ourselves? You know, we're both in like this weird place right now. I think other people are in too. Um, it's the end of the year. We're going into a new year. It's the end Everyone of the year. New beginnings. COVID's like in a really bad place. There's a lot of shit going on right now. So we are yeah. all just trying to manage, but everybody, you're doing a great job. Everybody's yes. doing the best they can. Be nice yes, yes. to yourself. And yes. yeah, that's Be it. nice. It's and we'll awesome. talk to you guys next time about who knows what, but we'll be back. We'll be back. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. We probably should say that, right? Yes. Make the best of it. Enjoy the downtime and and do the best you can. All right, guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.